The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will, I will not, not lose. lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man. MH. Yes, he is the DB of the show. Uh, we are Black in Sports, giving a voice to the culture that won't shut up and dribble. And here we're bringing you back inside the locker room where we talk about the topics in and around the game. MH, you ready to do this? Yes, sir. All right, man. So today's topic, man, we're going to go back and forth and just talk about combine versus Pro day, right? We're talking about the NFL combine versus a pro day. And, you know, just even though we're shifting to a better paradigm in life, um, we're still feeling the residual effects of 2020. So um, the NFL's had to adjust. So this year, for the first time since about the 80s, um, we have not had a, uh, a NFL combine. And the NFL's done a really, really great job about turning that into an event because we always talk about the different leagues and how they battle to stay relevant and this is one of those things that they push to stay relevant yeah map town <laughs> yeah man you got uh some flashbacks now were you ever were you still in nap town um when the the uh the draft ever went on yeah i was i lived there at the time but i, I never are you know for a couple of years downtown so literally right across the street from uh i can't think of the stadium name right uh, now field house or uh, wherever the wherever coast flag, I, I don't know why I can't think of the stadium name right now. That part. Uh, yeah, but I, I lived right down the street, but I always had to leave town and work uh, away from Indianapolis when they were in town. So I never got to sneak in and, and, and scout anybody. But, right, uh, right. Time of 40 or nothing like that with some way, some random credential. Uh, That's crazy. But it was always exciting for them to come in. Well, even the whole city, though, right? Like it's it's yeah. it's a big deal. Um, you're talking about the top people, and that's you know some may not know there's multiple combines that happen. You know when you're looking to, and you're in college and you're looking to go uh, to the next level, but that is the the main one. Yeah, yeah, that NFL combine. That's that's Deion Sanders. That's that's the real one. So yeah. So we want to talk about combine the NFL combine. Versus mm-hmm. pro days, right? And so combine, you know, they have the standard test, right? So it's 40-yard dash, the vertical, the shuttle, you know, and all these drills that you do. And then it's a pro day. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I'm already shitting on pro days, right? Because it's just like, it's a glorified 7-on-7 seven seven to me. You know what I mean? And if I'm wrong, correct me. No, I mean, they're, they're similar. <laughs> um, the 7-on-7s or the combine and the... Yeah, like the, the combine and the, and the pro days are, are similar. Okay. And I, just from a, a testing standpoint, so um, I think, you know, obviously the, the, the pro days are probably a little more comfortable uh, for the athletes that participate. I'm talking about the top tier. Right. And then for the athletes, uh, like I was back in the day, it's their opportunity because, I mean, be realistically, there's thousands and thousands of college football players that won't ever get invited to the NFL combine. So this is their chance to have scouts come to them or get measurables that would, you know, equate something similar to the combine. Right. So, raise their draft stock a little bit, right? Correct. So, so that's our, just a chance. right? So that's <laughs> just a chance. That, coach. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they're 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 similar. I put it that way. Ah, uh, there are they're similar, right? Because but that's yeah. that's all they're reverting to, right? So since they canceled and won't be having it for COVID reasons and things like that, that's what they moved to. So they just said mm-hmm. we're going to go to all of these pro days. Pro days, right? But they're not similar, man. There's there's discrepancies. Let's just put it like that. Yeah, I, I think um, there's definitely discrepancies in, 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 in the, the, the times. So, for instance, oh. I, I, saw, <laughs> I saw a lot of four threes <laughs> at pro days that I'm like, ah, I don't know if I would see the same NFL combine. But that, I don't know if that's necessarily, you know, slower hands at the pro, pro day with, with the timer. Or that's just like the, the whole anxiety piece. Man, that's that home field advantage, man. Come on, man. That's like you going back to your weight room with your weight coach. You going to get that extra yeah. rep. Like, did you really lock the arms out? <laughs> yeah. There's there's some truth to that. Okay. But, I mean, there's NFL coaches and scouts that are kind of performing the combine, you know, or the pro day, so to speak, and kind of watching, you know, the numbers and getting their own times, whatever the case may be. Um I just think it's like the anxiety thing. I mean, you think about it, you got to travel to Indianapolis. You know, these are going to be the best 200 or 300, how many people is invited to the, to three, the combine. Yeah, three to 350, yeah. something like that, right? Yeah. Yeah, 350. And and, and and there's probably some a little bit of anxiety that comes with that, right? Um, and then versus being back at a pro day where you're at your own facility, uh, maybe you relax a little more. I don't know. Well, the biggest part of this game is the competition, right? So that should be – that's part of the test, right? That's an element that you're missing. Uh, oh, you ish. Know, this be ish? Okay. Why ish? Because this, this is like – so ball. if it's a draft stock, right? Like if, you know, someone runs a 40 or someone, you know, gets that 25th rep, you know, and you're on 24, you count that in your head. Or just that energy to, 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 to be the top person, right? Yeah, I, I think the energy for sure, uh-huh. right? But at the same time, I've never seen a bench press in the middle of the field of an actual game. So, like, while there's obviously competition that goes to, like, hey, DB over here got 26 reps. I need to get 27, right, or whatever that looks like. Or, you know, he, he jumped a 41-inch. I need to jump 43. Yeah, there's some elements of that competition. But at the same time, the actual competition of the football is not played in tights. <laughs> so, <laughs> not so played in your tights and grays, huh? Yeah, I don't, I don't know if that's equivalent there. So then that's where the whole, I mean, that was my whole summation, right? Like if we were going to wrap this and, you know, hit the end music, it's football's not played <laughs> like that, right? Like that was my whole thing. Yeah. So you led me quicker to this point because I agree with that. <laughs> no, I agree. Okay. Like that's not uh-huh. where football's, I can go back to high school and we were talking about, you know, you, you got that guy that was a, the strongest dude in the, in the, in the could, could bench all outside and then you <laughs> you let him get off the bus first, right? He got off the bus first, but he didn't step on that field. <laughs> yeah, good. Leave him right on the sideline. Right on the sideline, clapping his <laughs> ass off. So, um, <laughs> so we had a couple of those, right? So, with that being said, you know these are drills and to assimilate to get you know times and strength and things like that. They're hopefully transferable to the field. Yeah, but you are like a film study guy, right? Where is that element? I love at? it. You know what I mean? So. Why isn't that talked about or why aren't we kind of really relying on that, you know, aspect of the, I mean, they should even, you know, you see Gruden and there's, there's been some others that'll take them to the chalk, like, Hey, you know, kind of map this out, look at film where your reads at, but that's how football is played. So don't you think that's a part, the film study part of it is missing? Uh, 
I think it's yes to to a certain degree. Okay. I think I think the film doesn't lie. We we've all eye in the sky. Phrase, the eye in the sky never lies. Right? Oh sure. So you can play. You can play. That's the invitation to the to the party. You know, that's that's the ticket to the dance, right? Mm-hmm. But say you go to a pro day or a combine and you see a guy that's running a little faster or jumping a little higher, maybe that just confirms something. Like, oh, that confirms that explosiveness that I saw on film, right? By his forty and his vertical jump or broad jump or whatever the case is. Or, man, I didn't see that explosiveness on film. Let me go back and, you know, he tested great. Let me go back and film and really look at it. I think it's just all about putting um, different layers of information into this investment that you're going to make. So, you know, this is just keep it real. This is an investment. What is the first, second, third, fourth round draft choice? Whoever you bring it into your organization Absolutely. is quite an investment. So I think the pro days, combines, that kind of stuff is just added information that says, okay, this is who he is on film. This is what he tests at, you know, and so forth and so forth. So I just think it's information. No, it's, and that's what it is, right? It's a collection of information, putting this puzzle, because at the end of the day, you could take all of this information, be as thorough as you, as you could. And we still have bus, right? Like people that were supposed right. to on paper, you know, they answered, they interviewed, and all of that stuff was, you know, where it was supposed to be as far as culture fit and everything. And then then you get them and you're like, wah, wah. Yeah, I mean, I, and then there's a whole layer to what we've talked about in sports now, uh, just being analytical. There's a whole nother layer. It's numbers, right? Big hey, numbers game. If, yeah, if, I, if I'm going to draft a receiver, maybe some, I'm not saying this is the case, but maybe some people say like, hey, I only want receivers to run this number or they need to have, a minimum threshold of this explosiveness or something like that. Jerry so Jones. I just think it's, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's just, yeah, it's just the information uh, to help you make your selection. I would think. Who does it help the most? In your opinion? Mm, mm. That's a good question. I think, um, I think the top guys, the guys that we know are going to get drafted. I, I don't know if it helps or hurt them necessarily, right? Right. Obviously, if you're if you're a corner, you can't run four eights, right? So, like, Facts. that would hurt you as a top pick. Facts. But for them, I think it the film is the overarching, uh, you know, piece for them. Mm-hmm. For the guys, like I said, the, the MHs of the world, <laughs> I think it helps. Hey, if this random dude from northern Colorado oh. is jumping, running a 4-2, right. well, let me look at his film. You know, maybe I could just get him to camp to see what he looks like in person, all right? Whatever the case is. So I think it helps them. And it takes it back, right, to the high school days, right? When you're like, oh, such and such college is coming to look at Buddy. Oh, I'm about to blast him. <laughs> like, I'm going to show off, right? So it's kind of like that same situation. Yeah, it, it is, man. And it's, it's the one thing I guess I don't like about the whole process, particularly okay. for, the, for the, the smaller guy, the small school guy is, Hey man, this is a one-shot opportunity mm-hmm. for them for the most part, right? If you know, if you don't run a four-three, I'm just thinking about my own personal pro day experience. But if you don't run this, you don't do this and this, this. Ah, I, I mean, you already just a dude from a little small school. You're not ready for this level, and so so for so many people at that level, mm-hmm. you've been you you succeeded up until this point, and it's almost like somebody's telling you. You're not good enough, right? <laughs> right. After all that work and you're put like, in. 
in your dreams yeah, and all I'm that. Not good enough, right? I made it to college. I got a full ride scholarship. I've played uh-huh. in college, right? And now you're telling me I'm not good enough. That's the first time a lot of young men have heard that in their lives, and that's that's tough to adjust to. Absolutely, especially <laughs> that's <laughs> are you, the hairline are you, is, was gone. <laughs> you have flashbacks, you're not, man. <laughs> you're not you're not good enough, man. Just not good enough. Never heard that before. And that's like a really hard story after coming from high school and being recruited, the recruiting process, and then, you know, doing your thing at wherever you were at. Yeah, that's a, it's a nice pill to swallow. A nice one. Don't go down easy. <laughs> so, so I might be still swallowing it. So who is, pause, so who is uh, a... <laughs> pause. <laughs> My fault. That, that. <laughs> yeah, I got Correct. you though. Thank I got you. you. Um, Correction. Take that part out. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> super pause. Anyway, <laughs> back on track. Um, I do think it does hurt defensive people if we talk position wise ah, okay. a lot more, right? So I, I like the point. You're definitely spot on with the, the the little guy. You know, looking to make a storm and you know the pressure and all that. But I think it hurt defensive people a lot more, right? With how do you transferable skill things, right? We, we talk about that one, but just the drills and the things aren't really set up for you to succeed, mm-hmm. right? Cause it's mm-hmm. like, I can't blitz an a gap or, you know, come off the end when you're doing like the receiving drills and you know, the speed yeah. tests and things like that. Yeah. No, that, that that's, that's a good point because a route for a receiver is a route at pro day. It's a route. Seven on seven in practice, it's a route in the game. And you know, if you, you catch it or you drop it, like correct. That's it's pretty cut and dry. Absolutely. And it's, it's different for a defensive player. So that's a great point. All right. So um before we jump back into some other stuff, I did, you know, you talk about the combine, right? And the biggest things you get out of the combine is like, oh my God, you know, new record is this, a new record of that. So I just jotted down some of the, the top highlights, man. So um, you know, in the top ones, right? Because there's so many things that they test, but the, the top ones, of course, is the bench, right? Um, mm-hmm. So I went to the bench, and we have a Justin Ernest in 1999 still holds the record and the only one that's benched 50 reps. He actually did 51 reps, a 225 on the bench. What school? Does it say what school he went to? So he went to Eastern Kentucky. So he's one of those guys, right? Exactly, right? Okay. So so this is what's good because some of these things have that point. So he went to Eastern Kentucky. Now he's, um, you know, 51, shining. He still holds that record, uh, but it didn't help his draft. He went undrafted um, uh-huh. through the rest of the combine and it noted that he had some injuries his senior year. But, like, from the senior year to the combine, that's where you're hoping to, to elevate. He still made the league. He was undrafted, uh, but he played, I think, a year with New Orleans. It was if I could read my chicken scratch, the vert test. All right. So it's your vertical, okay. your vertical. Um, I jumped on this one because it's a safety. So, you know, you can measure it up to what your vert was. <laughs> yeah, please. I see. So, um, so in 2005, uh, Gerald, um, I'm not even going to pronounce the name. You can look it up, but Gerald, he had a 46 inch vertical. Is that yeah. close? Uh, I mean, you can, you know, give or take, borrow <laughs> one, <laughs> ten subtract, <laughs> carry the four. <laughs> so I he can was, create a formula to make it equal out. There. there you go. So he uh, played at North Carolina. Um, it actually helped him. He went fifth round 
to the Jags and eventually finished with the Cowboys? Uh, Gerald Sisabaugh. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah. Your guy. Yeah. So, I mean, Gerald yeah. Sisabaugh probably would have had a better career if he wore a different number in the secondary. You think that's Shout what hurt him? Oh, yeah. You can't play in 43. <laughs> I, I don't know what that number was. So. Yeah, that was why. And well, yeah. Well, NFL has single digits now to alleviate some of those things, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, one that we can maybe even jump back to uh, thoughts because I definitely want to bring this up: the Wonderlick test, right? Uh, so let's so pin that. We're gonna come back to the Wonderlick test because I do want to talk okay. to you about that. But Pat McNeely, I think. So the average score on the Wonderlick test is a twenty out of fifty. So there's fifty questions that they ask on this Wonderlick test that the NFL does, which mm-hmm. is an aptitude and all of these kind of a series of tests that they put together. Um, he got a fifty out of fifty. Yeah, and that was back in 1975. So no one's gotten a better score since 1975. Um, <laughs> and they so they on the <laughs> <laughs> a little bubble sheets, right? So. Um, but then, you know, they kind of put the caveat. He did go to Harvard, and he was a punter. So, um, punter, Cincinnati Bengals, he played 10-year career. So, obviously, that helped him out. And, I mean, obviously, he was a good punter. And then the last one is the one that everybody cares about. I mean, hell, Rich Eisen even does it. And the shit's hilarious when they race him against himself. <laughs> for, for a great cause. For a great cause. No, which is amazing, right? Um, the 40. So, the 40-yard dash is kind of is, I would say, the epitome of, because speed, right? You can't coach it. You know, you either have it or you don't, right? So, who do you think help uh, holds it or the time? Guess either one. Uh, I think it's John Ross, right? With like four two four or four two two or something like that. You were on point. Yep. So John Ross, he just recently broke the record that uh, Chris had. Um, he mm-hmm. he ran a uh, which is a two, uh, twenty seventeen. He ran a two. I mean, excuse me, a four two a four two two. Mm-hmm. which is uh, the fastest. And I forgot I was supposed to write what the old boy ran. But anyway, he's the fastest right now. And yeah. uh, he's nine. He's playing with the Bengals. So, um, uh, update. Oh, that's he's right. Giants, he is, yes, he yes, just, yes. He just signed with the Giants. He just signed. That was the other point was I'm not going to give him the official time because I'm holding it down with Bo Jackson, who ran a four, one, two. Yeah. I mean, and if you talk to one of my cousins, uh-huh. there's a, there's a, there's, a, there's a dude in Greenville. It was a 3-9, Greenville, Texas. So. Oh, that was, that was a pro day time. I'll tell you that much. 3-9 in Tim's. In Tim's. So those are just some of the top things. But those are the things that you hear out of the combine. And, you know, I thought it was cool to just run down and see some of the top, the, uh, the top things that, that they dope. had. But um, let's get back to it, though. Okay. The wonder That's A one research, by the way. Hey, you know how we do it over here, man. We we get the people yes, what sir. they what they want. <laughs> so, give me your thoughts on the wonder look, man. Yeah, I'm trying to. When you said the one, I was trying to think about my personal experience with the wonder look test. Mm-hmm. Don't know the score I got. Probably much like every other test I got, I probably passed, but not that great. You know, <laughs> what, degrees. <laughs> did you pass on the curve too, or was it straight out? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe the curve. Right. Um, yeah, you know, I don't, you don't hear as much. As, I mean, there used to be a, a, a you know, big thing with the Wonder League test, mm-hmm. uh, especially with positions. Right. Um, quarterback is the one that comes to mind. Exactly. Vince Young is the player that comes to mind. <laughs> from, <laughs> from just the Wonder League test about how he scored. Right. And how that 
could affect Vince Young. And if everybody remembers Vince Young in college, I think Vince Young next to Reggie Bush probably is the the, the best college football players I've ever seen. And the best but game was when he uh down. The, oh when I, yeah, hands down, right? Yes, hundred percent. Be the best college. So I remember his draft stock <laughs> was questioned. <laughs> Probably because of his, you know, Wonderlook score. But that leads to bigger conversations that we've had about, you know, black quarterbacks in this position and can he understand the playbook and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, And then how these uh, questions generated and, like, how what's the basis on, you know, any of that stuff. All that kind you know? of stuff. Yep. Yeah. I, I think much like my dad used to always say, like, a degree, mm-hmm. right? A degree just means you know how to read and follow directions <laughs> is what he used to always say. Yeah. Hey, Getting that paper just says, hey, Miles, you know you can read and complete a task, right? Right. Um, and maybe that's what the wonder look is. <laughs> it's like, hey, does this man recall something? You know, does he? What, how is he going to adjust to this scenario? How does this apply to him playing football? Facts. All right. So other than that, uh, just a couple things that um, since they are moving to this, it was funny uh, right before we came on. You know, I know there's different places that are. Um, well, put it like this. There's a lot of gyms in different locations that support and do like the pro day training, right? Oh my gosh. Right? <laughs> you see them everywhere. Right? You know, like, oh, you know, come Too here. Much. We have, a, there, there's some that shouldn't be doing it. <laughs> Definitely. A lot. <laughs> At all. Yeah. <laughs> so there should be some certifications or like measurements. You're talking about uh, times and stuff being a little off <laughs> in those places. Everybody right. shouldn't have those. But, um, with them not having a combine and the universities, they had to rely on some of these kind of centers uh, like uh, uh, EOX, um, House of Athlete. Athlete, yeah. Yeah, they did a really great job. They actually, you know, filmed theirs and did a content on it. So um, helping these these guys perform and, and submit that and hopefully getting coaches, you know, to show them, you know, what's going on. Do you think this is the way forward? Or you think NFL is like, as soon as they can take this back, they're like, all right, shut it down. We'll give you a pro day, but, you know, the combine's coming back. Yeah. I've I've thought about this. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I think you got the best look at what the athletes are from their pro days. Like I said, I think there's a lot of anxiety or just long days. That's not even anxiety. Like, I've heard about the combine. I mean, even Jerome told us about Jerome Sapp told us about his experience with the combine. Absolutely, a million different interviews. They were sitting in a dark room. He got to do all that. Mm -hmm. He just wanted a t-shirt. Then he got to go (laughs) run a forty. Like all those type of things that happen with the combine. That's probably not there at the pro day. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think you got the best results this past. You know, this wave up and come to this upcoming NFL draft, right? But the NFL, I mean, it's the combine, right? And I think that's the the mecca of the marquee, the yeah, what 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 that spring kind of football looks like, right? You mm-hmm. probably have more eyes on the combine than all of the XFL in their whole season. <laughs> Why do you have to show the XFL? I'm just you know because there's always a, a they're a making a comeback, for... man. It's gonna happen this year, this yeah. time. Okay, they're, they're... but there's always a need for uh, an alternative football, and we miss football in the spring. And it's just like, nah, just wait for the combine. Combine, football yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um. You think it's – so there were some people that had multiple pro days, right? So you looked at um, Justin Fields, and there's a couple other people that had, like, multiple pro yeah. days. How would you feel about that? Yeah, I didn't I didn't understand. I saw uh, Trey Lance from uh, North Dakota State, I think, mm-hmm. uh, the quarterback. Yep. I thought it was just a repeat. I saw it on the other day. I was like, why <laughs> like, they show the key? 
Oh, this man had his six pro day today. I'm like, how many pro days he need? Facts, facts. I don't know. I don't know if that's just something with COVID or if that's just a new trend. I hope not. That's kind of weird. Right. Well, they put their best work out. You know, these guys have been training. It's definitely, you know, that time. And you're seeing it more and more like guys aren't playing in bowl games. It don't matter, you know, because they want to trap. They want to train and they want to get, you know, in these certain certain places uh, to get everything together. Yeah. Um, but it's all going to come um, to a culmination next week. Yeah, it's exciting. It's it's it's, uh, it's crazy. It's probably a lot of work that goes into a, a long sitting wait. Uh, you know, this is probably to my point earlier the first time in a lot of these young men's life. Uh-huh. A that they don't really have control of where their next move. You can pick what college you go to, you right? Necessarily have an opportunity to pick what pro team you go to. So super fun. My prayers are with <laughs> my prayers are with them. Hopefully we get some more uh, oh. exciting uh, content Man. like CD Lamb and his and his, and his girlfriend and, and, and his draft. hand skills. He showed his hand skills, boy, <laughs> the way he snatched that phone. And I'm really I'm looking for the mamas to be protecting their babies. Like I'm looking for <laughs> all of that. I'm I'm excited to see about that. So we're definitely going to do a draft recap show. All right, man. Before yeah. we get out of here, man, you got anything else with the people, man? Nah, man. It's all love. All right, man. Well, hey, thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, you know where to follow us. Please, please share the show. Uh, give us comments and feedback on what you'd like to hear us talk about or bring into the into the locker room. Uh, we're on everywhere where there's um, where you can see a podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on YouTube. Please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us blacks got a sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Assuming I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo. Yo, yo. Yo. Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black Spat about two racks on handmade new rags Show me I'm rooting for everybody that's black That's everybody from sports to college class to rap and back.